Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docu Sweeties. We're two longtime friends to discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, honey, which is, I mean, peppery, which is for me tonight, Taco Belly, you know, but sometimes it's Chipotle-y and sometimes it's the uh, Del Taco chicken <laughs> sauce Taco-y. But at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet because we went to Press Juicery and got a uh, Press Juicery Froyo. Anyway, hi guys. We're here talking about 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way. This is season four, episode 12. The glow soon becomes ashes. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust, glow to glow, honey. J-Lo will become ashes someday. That's what this means. That's what this, I'm interpreting this this poem for you, you know. Uh, I want to say right now, even the sentence, the glow soon becomes ashes, is already one billion times better than any of the words jumble mumbled that came out of Usama's mouth that cafe day, okay? Uh, he's a horrible poet, and I will die on that mountain. <laughs> <laughs> what um one did you know that chipotle in minnesota tastes different than chipotle in la no but yeah why i don't know chris i don't know what the problem is i don't know why it just doesn't have the same sabor it doesn't have the same tang taste i don't know i've had it three times because i was like the first time i was like oh i'm crazy the second time i was like oh no i'm insane the third time i was like this shit is bad you know Wow. The chicken? Are you getting the chicken there? I tried the barbacoa. I don't like the chicken. I don't like burnt flavor. You know, that grilled. I love that flavor. I love that blackened. Oh, I love blackened. Yeah, it's crazy. I hate it so much. Like it ruins every meal. It makes it better. Mm, Yeah. The only thing I like it on is like I got like a slightly like charcoal, like hot link or hot dog. Mm, That's good. But the chicken? No. You know, I like my steak medium rare chart on the outside. It's called a Philadelphia style chart on the outside, medium rare on the inside. I love just fire grilled, fire tasted. You know, I'm just like, that's why it's like, oh God, El Pollo Loco is for me. You know, like I just like, mm. I'm into, I'm a pyro taste maniac, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pollo Loco is for you. Um, You know, I haven't seen an El Pollo Loco here either. That's interesting. Okay. Wait, uh, one more thing. You know who El Pollo Loco is also for, according to Osama? Debbie. I know he this was a great episode Chris this was was. every single second of it Monica Mm -hmm. this is the first time I've ever not the first time this is the first time in a long time I've been able to sit through a gab a gab Gabe and um Isabel segment Mm -hmm. and Isabel was not in it I think Mm -hmm. I think that's that was it for me um yeah I thought every single segment was great I mean everything from like that cat prison that was uh, forced mm-hmm. for me to watch. And you know, you, you know, I hated, I hated it. You know, I hated, hated every hated feral moment of it. Yeah. 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 She smelled, <laughs> she smelled it all. She like got in there, she started smelling it. Oh, oh my it was God. horrible. It was horrible. There were fleas everywhere. That dog had mange. It was awful. One of the cats didn't even look healthy. I was like, and I saw this, it felt like a hoarder house. Also, just because, you know, we obviously are hot off the presses. This is Monday of a great weekend. Yeah, like we had a great 90 day and we had a great love after lockup. What a great weekend of television for us. Yes. That Matt Sharp has given us, you and me. Absolutely. And I really hope that Love in Paradise is equally as great. Yeah, I know. We could have been watching already, but we didn't because we're uh, bad. Not I could love. not have. I uh, had I fully, fully had work. Okay, so let's start with who do you want to start with? 
Um, um, they're all great. Let's just start with Gabe and Isabel to get them out of the way because they were great too. Monica, cheers. She should be on the show at all times. Uh, mm. yeah, yeah. Oh, Ma- yeah. So here is Gabe and Isabel, but really it's Gabe and Monica. And um, yeah, Gabe is older. Monica's younger. Monica has great hair. Uh, Gabe's mother's name is Marie. They all have dinner uh, or like lunch with some mimosas. And they're like, hey, Gabe, we haven't seen you that much. We figured something was up with you and Isabel. And he's like, no, we're great, actually. Um, Play with my beard, play with my beard, play with my beard, play with my beard, play with my beard. Um, Yeah, we're engaged. And they're like, huh? And I understand their frustration. Like, Mm -hmm. they they don't have a bad relationship with Gabe. Mm -hmm. And it does. It wouldn't make. It doesn't make any sense that they wouldn't like tell he, his sister is his best friend. They're like, wait, 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 wait. Just, just hold up. You went there. You told her parents, and that was scary. They were okay with it. You proposed, so now they know. And now you're telling us, and we're the chill ones. We're the cool ones. We don't give a fuck. I mean, we've been loving you this whole time. We like, you know, what? You know, we don't. Why are you? I feel like I felt really bad for the sister because I feel like she was like. But like me, like why wouldn't you just like tell me? I haven't done it, you know. Like I'm, I'm like completely there for you, you know. Like I love you, you know. Like there seems to be yeah, like an underwriting. And Gabe, I think, is trying to not say it as much as he'd like to. That there has been some animosity and or obviously instances where Gabe has felt put in the middle between Monica and former flames. But having Monica tell us in the later scene, what Gabe's type or history of type is hilarious. Yes. Wah, wah. Yes. I mean, she was like, um, jealous, needy, and frankly, kind of dumb. Dumb as the day is dumb, honey. I mean, you cannot have a conversations with these baddie waddies that he brings home. And they just are like, and also kind of is like usually broke. Yeah. Broke crazy ass fucking bitches that are just like and the dumb part is like <laughs> hilarious but i'm gonna say this right now if that is someone's type that it that means that that person has definitely kept going after that type so you really i mean you know i'm saying there's something to be said go ahead yes i monica is has a lot of thoughts and opinions because and i get it i feel like i'm kind of monica that you have like a wayward sibling who just consistently makes poor choices. And like, maybe on the business side, Gabe is great. But on the relationship side, I think Monica is very protective of who Gabe allows to just be in the family. And it feels like Gabe allows just kind of anyone to be in the family. And I think that's what she's trying to fight against. And it's always been the three of them. So Mother is like, I can't believe you didn't tell us. And now you're adding somebody else. And Gabe is not adding anybody else. He fully left. Yeah. He fully left the country and said, yeah. I, and I, I, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I feel sure. like, I don't know, Gabe, but you don't? the, the kind of person that this scenario is painting him out to be is the kind of person that I usually would have to stop being friends with because I feel like they would always choose their partner over me. Mm. They wouldn't be realistic about it. They would mm-hmm. be like, well, I just want to be in a relationship and be loved so bad that I don't care about my friendships while I'm in a relationship because my relationship is the most important thing because I don't want to be lonely. 
it's an astute point, Wa. It's an astute point. You know, I know how important this relationship is to, to him and I get it. And I know how precious and like validating this relationship is to him and how he really will go to the lengths to, of earth to like be in it and stay in it. And, you know, Gabe is also somewhat young and there might be a moment of him needing to spread his wings a little bit, right? Now that he, you know, like is a hundred percent the person he wants to be, you know, like, so, you know, like when you like think about someone who's like in their like twenties or like 19s or 20 or early twenties, like spreading their wings and like moving on. That's one thing, but Gabe, you know, got a couple of years to like, had to come out of his shell, you know, like if he was like a little, like mo- a little, you know, caterpillar and he's now like his own version of a butterfly. Right. And so I think that maybe there is a, an amount of having to like find an experienced life, you know, like with, I, I don't know. So I think that he is not able to express this the way that I think would be conducive for two women to hear, you know, but yeah, I feel like he's not going to do a good job with stopping his sister because he doesn't know how to talk to his sister besides to just say, you're this, as opposed to when you said that, it made me feel. Like, yeah. he, and that's just kind of, you know, he's like, I think you're a little hard or aggressive or something. And it's like, she's not. I don't think she is. I think that she has strong opinions. And I think when you have a sibling you say them. I mean, Jen's brother tells her, I think this is a dumb idea, but I love you. You know what I'm saying? Like siblings usually can say these things to each other. And when you can't, that's because some kind of confidence or something has been broken. And it's unfortunate, but I don't think Monica realizes that something has kind of been broken because Gabe feels some way about her getting in between him and his other lovers. Yes. Absolutely. And I think that also there's something to be said for saying something in the privacy to your own sibling and then saying something to the sibling's chosen one in front of both of them, where you do overstep your boundary, because in that way, as two full functioning adults, there is a moment where you have to accept that your your sibling has made a certain choice and your person, your sibling is a full functioning adult. So this is, you know, so there's just kind of both. Uh, you can say your piece, but is it, I think it has to be to your sibling. And I think that what we're going to see in the future is that Monica wants to say it to is Isabel. And both of them are strong personalities. And I do think Monica can be a little assertive. And I can see how mixed with some passion and some passion that can turn into a, a, an aggressive nature. Aggressive yeah, tone. I can see that. And I, I think it's interesting that Gabe sees his time living with his sister in one way and she sees it the other way. So it's it's also a little bit of her just not being aware of those boundaries or not feeling like they should exist because you'll, you're my other person. We grew up in the house with our mom together, you know? So I, I, I get it to a certain extent, but I think Gabe needs to set more, you know, specific boundaries with his sister by saying, you know, what I just said, you make me feel this when you behave like this and i think that would be more impactful um but yeah i think we're done talking about them right yeah we definitely are so let's move on to johan and danielle okay did you expect this new person to be a tall uh maybe black person (laughs) Um, what i once Young I saw person? it, I was like, boy, do you have a diggity type. type. You know what I'm saying? Diggity type. You know what I'm saying? Which was, 
which will come up later. I can't wait for that conversation. Yeah. Uh, but let's let's so as we know in the in, briefly we have a little morning scene right where her and Johan again fight over the fact that she the morning of is still going to go meet with this dude who she had a relay with and they're going to go to boat and he's pissed pissed he's like you're going to go and she's like yes you can come and he's like no go get out get out get out yeah like it is like ooh. i think this is i do like her dress in this oh no that's the yes. wrong part so anyway basically you meet him he's this dude okay and uh he was like yeah they were living in together in miami they were like transitional she says she met him like early covid like on a beach he plays basketball somewhere he's sweaty in this thing it's sweaty there but he basically is like yeah when i was with her i just grew so much i matured so much i also like exponentially grew financially and spiritually the financially part was so interesting i was like what should get you in a crypto like what the what what like what financially did she do like honey like what pyramid scheme are you selling arbon i don't understand what she did for you financially the amway actually he just started going door to door no i think that um he he probably didn't never had a savings it could have been something super simple like hey here's a roth ira you know <laughs> and so i she definitely has a type and the fact that she had like this five month like love affair with this semi-pro basketball player in miami i'm like when did you when were you teaching when were you teaching when did you take breaks out of your life to teach um this the children is those are, those are my questions for her she's been always teaching the children honey she's been teaching she told you she teaches day and night she teaches because she keeps she dating goes. these young ass men that's why i mean i'm not saying johan is young but like but he's Listen, young so he's you young. are he's obvious but that's but that's fun but he's that's not young young categorically Johan, true i mean yeah he's 32 he's not like a 22 year old you know that's what i'm saying now this person he seemed younger than than 32 no mm. what'd you get the vibes from him no no i mean i just oh god i just what a producer just being like oh how financially just quickly how how i just i wish i know he does look young i'm just gonna say that he looks let's just say uh, look at this shirt too i'm gonna say yeah he's 28 my god could you imagine boning this guy? Good for her. Like, why? Like, good for her. Like, <laughs> I, I'm just like so happy for her that like this guy is cute. Like, I will say this. This is the only thing I will say about it. It's not, it wasn't the hottest the way that she he talked about her. He was like, was yo, that yeah, that's crazy, yo. I was like, uh, please oh, stop. more like, you know what? It was just like more, she was like a mentor to me, you know. Then it like yeah. the mentor thing was like, what is Miss Robinson? Like, honey, yeah. like, what did it, I mean? I don't know. Yeah, like he did. You know, he seemed like, you know, uh, from remember when that dumb person from Low Up the Grid, like that guy that yes, like, they got with he, the older lady who lived yes. in the hot Arizona desert in her tin can. Yeah, it gave me those kind of vibes, and I don't know why. Like, I I don't know if it's like patriarchy or if I'm like being an anti-feminist, but like that kind of like dumb dude Miss Robinson vibe isn't my thing. Like, I wish I could say it's hot to me, but it's not. Like, it feels I don't know. No, I get it. I date a lot of young guys too, and sometimes there's these moments where I'm like, oh my god, you're dumb. Oh my god, you can't help me do anything. Like, oh my god, you know, because I don't date like young. The young guys I date aren't you know, financial analysts, you know, they're not a, they're not CFOs. They're, they're not, they're not somebody who has a skill that I don't. 
<laughs> they're just like you know regular guys and i like them for it that you know i'm like i'm a little like j-lo and um mariah in that fashion like i don't need you to be smart i just need you to be cute and give me some you know <gasps> oh okay well okay so basically let's go back to their dumb conversation which is dumb 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 and basically like i can't believe you'd be with someone uh that would be jealous you know and she's like yeah he didn't want me to meet you he didn't want to be here like he's so pissed you know i don't know what i'm doing i just always am always in a situation where i'm like teaching young boys just like you haha <laughs> i'm just like dumb with teaching and he's like yeah that's crazy and then, and then she's also like, yeah, um, I, w- I want you to talk to him so that he can understand. And I'm like, no, no, no. You know, you have you have someone talk to your boyfriend, you know, you don't have somebody talk to your husband. Yeah, like, yeah. That Especially with, that doesn't want you to be even talking to this person anyway. Like, at the end of the day, you're definitely not respecting Johan. Yeah. I mean, like, and if he was doing what he's doing to you, you'd be so f- pissed. It'd be at you, be lividly out of your mind. Yep. Um, let's move on to another couple I just need to get over with, and that's Jamie and Chris. So Jamie does the thing. I'm sorry, Chris does the thing that was been waiting for, which is wear this hat. Oh, is, what is she doing? What which movie is she in? Like, does she which have like movie? A- <laughs> it's Blossom. It's like very like I don't know. It's she older than that. It's like the Dust Bowl. In my entire yeah, it's like 20s. It's just she is she is in so many ways baffling as a person yeah like she baffles me as an entity who like and it's it's all it's not happenstance it's not like she's like oh i don't have any fashion sense so i just wear like whatever shirts from walmart and like jeans she's no she went and found that hat and was like this is cool and put it on and then wore it with a with a dress that gave or an outfit girl i don't know okay this is the real question i want to ask you about this oh great great who do you believe do you believe jamie's story or you believe chris's story you know what i i honestly okay i it's it could be the thing where jamie is like debbie two women who are blissfully unaware and got themselves in a bad situation where you're like, why can't you see that this is not it? And this is weird. And this is a bad choice. And you're like, um, how, you know how Debbie is banana. So we know that Debbie like is in her own world and like, she is real in this half of me is like, Jamie has to know that something was up and she's just trying to like milk her for as much money as possible. Like that's what I want to believe. But the truth is I just feel like for some reason she either had trauma in her life that the like connection she had with Chris trumped her reason and trumped her actually opening her eyes to be like, I think this person's going through withdrawals or whatever, like in front of me. And I've never seen it before. Like, I just don't know what her situation is, but it is, it is certainly crazy that she would either, that she would a be attracted to Chris or B put up with what she's put up with for this amount of time, unless she had an alternative ulterior motive. But maybe, I mean, that's part that part is hard for me to understand. I definitely don't believe Chris. Chris is fucking crazy. Okay, well, let me let me ask the question more specifically. Okay, who do you be, do you believe Jamie's story about the job and the situation, or do you believe Chris's story about the job and the money needing in the situation? Jamie. Okay, you believe Jamie. Great, 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 great. I am like, I don't want to completely dismiss what Chris has said, but I do think that Chris doesn't want to live in Colombia. And she's not saying that. Oh, yeah. Like, that's what the issue is, is that she doesn't want to live there. So now she's 
kind of picking up on things. I mean, I believe when, when she's been gone for five months, Jamie says that she stopped paying after two or three months, which to me, I think you would know if it was two or three. So I was like, which one did she stop paying after? Did she, what, what do you mean? And then also like, are you evicted then? Like, how have you been paying the bills and how are you out to dinner or lunch right now? I wanted to see if she had ordered any food. I was like, girl, you don't have any money. You shouldn't be here right now. Maybe production's paying for it. I have no, you know, I have no idea. Like she still looked great. You know, like her hair was still fashionable, you know, like, yeah, I just, it. so, so basically, yes, we find out that it's been five months since Chris and Jamie, uh, since Chris has left Jamie in Columbia. We also realized some things. A, Chris has only had awkward conversations with her own mom where her own mom's like, well, I don't know about you guys. I don't know about two drama queens or whatever. And like having, and when she said that, I was like, I don't, lady, I think you could have just put lesbians in there. I don't know about two women. Yeah, I think that that's what you think in your mind or whatever, because this is like, I think Chris's first major relationship she's out with. I don't know if her mom is like, you know, like hip it with her because basically lady, just so you know, most most relationships have drama and definitely two ladies are going to have like some drama and everyone has drama. So like, you know, think about it. Also your, your daughter is the craziest one possible. And also how do you not know? Is, your necklace is drama. So you, yeah, Chris gets it from you. Yes, absolutely. With a fucking bucket hat and your necklace, like, you know, well, you probably gave her narcolepsy. So anyway, basically um, we know that also Chris doesn't answer like a phone call or a FaceTime. So there's also that it isn't just like, you know, it's like she, she's been she leaves you know she like exits conversations you know all the time she she did it before they were married and so i think that you know ultimately she was never going to go back and she's ne and she never wants to come back i'm surprised at the end of this episode that she, that that's what the plan is and i'm thinking that it has to be like there for production or something or she has to go back and get some of her things it's interesting when she tells her mom that like yeah you know jamie won't get a job and you know like she threatened to sell my dad's ash necklace locket thing nobody fucking wants that chris so even if she threatened to sell it she, she couldn't even give it away also why aren't you sending her money if you did rent an apartment with her and you haven't broken up with her yet why i also want to know that okay but here's it yeah chris if you got an apartment and signed the lease in columbia and you said you're going to come back in two weeks and you haven't been back you absolutely need to be paying the rent on that apartment I, you're right. Except for Chris truly believes that Jamie should go out and get a job and prove that she it's worth her coming back so that they're not poor. And Jamie's like, we were going to start a business together. That was the plan. Not for you to go home and stay. You don't need more money. You come back here and let's start the business. Also, I thought, did you fix your bank problems? Like it is just, it is crazy that this is happening to poor Jamie. The only good thing about it is that after the show, she can get a sponsorship selling teeny teas and she'll be fine. You're absolutely, you're absolutely right. You know? Uh, yeah, no, you're, I mean, you know, Jamie, I mean, Chris would just sell the motorcycle, the rare motorcycles, just given her nothing but problems the entire time. And then just like give Jamie that money and just be like, Hey, I'm not going to come back to Columbia. You're going to have to get yourself out of this lease. Here's, uh, here's two months, $5,000 and a little extra. Like, so sorry. Yeah. Just do that. I mean, it, it's like, she's trying to go down with the ship and it's unnecessary. Yeah. Or, and or trying to make Jamie like bide her more time and or gaslight it to be like, it's her fault. But I know that Jamie is right when she said that. I know that Chris told them that her, that she was going to come 
start a business because obviously the last scene we saw was the sudden food truck business, which we had never really laid a lot of groundwork of, but it was obvious that they had talked about, but it was obviously also that it was not something that Chris had the wherewithal to put a business plan together. Like I don't, Jamie just seems to be God bless, like floating through life with like not an area skill, you know, and her, uh, kind of informational inside that she's Venezuelan and in Colombia, it's actually even harder for her to get a job because of like some, um, national, sort of, I don't know. Do they yeah, hate Venezuelans? Yeah, yeah. There's xenophobia there for like the, like the, uh, some of the recent, like, I guess the Venezuelan migration there. So mm-hmm. I actually did a little research, but, um, you know, Chris has always been the moneymaker and for some reason has businesses that give her money and she can just go back and get them no matter if her back hurts or not. She can power wash or who knows what. For some reason, Chris has like literally put herself on this like business pedestal as being, I don't know, smart about it. So yeah, I, money savvy. I, I really do think that we, I've Sean, if Sean Robinson or whoever does a tell all for this, I hope there is a tell all because there wasn't the last time. There needs to be some questions to to Jane, uh, Chris specifically, like, oh, so how are you power washing, um, and you have a bad back? Like, I I want someone to ask her that. She'd be like, oh, I I hired Chance Chance from Lover Lover Lockup Lover Lover Lockup. That's how I was paying those um seven hundred dollar credit card bills down. Uh, what was it, Lover Lover Lockup? What'd you say? <laughs> Love after lockup. <laughs> that's that's why i hate the title of that show i just hate i love i hate love after love during life after i hated some (laughs) you said she should hire chase from love a love a laugh i mean chance from love after lockup damn (laughs) i'm now getting his name his name confused with chase all the time for some reason which is annoying to me and on the case paw patrol (laughs) (laughs) so anyway um basically uh, I don't have to tell you they just sh- sh- that the last thing is yes so Jamie has a conversation with her friend where she's like I'm so embarrassed but this is the situation he's like yeah you are embarrassingly me not only take a moment to be like I also told you so bitch haha <laughs> she told I told you so don't ever for- fucking forget on your tombstone should be I fucking told you so okay oh right but let me just tell you and then so she's like okay also she's coming she's coming back and we're gonna have to like talk about some things um face to face was so excited because water's obs- was obsessed with water talk and now she's like drinking water like who knows what bullshit's in that fucking jug anyway so um that's the end of them and we'll see what happens like now we can go on to the better couples of the night we had to just go through the first 25 minutes should we take a break walk yeah let's take a break when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so coming back, what a lovely early episode we've had with a bunch of dumb people, and let's get on to the bread and butter, honey. I mean, I guess that's confusing because the bread and butter should be like not the main course, but I'm using that as if it is the main course. But let me tell you, sometimes bread and butter is all you need and very, very great. Could be just great, especially if it's French butter. Very, very yummy. Okay, who do you want to go with? Who's your first? Who's the person? Mm-hmm. Mahmoud and Nicole. Okay. So here we are, Mahmoud and Nicole, honey. Now, here's the thing. I love this. Love this first scene so much, which is that 
Nicole has learned how to make that tea, honey, and she knows how to light that stove, babe. Now, it's still very confusing, and she got to just kind of, like, juggle the zipper, not zip, Zippo. You know, it's like a Zippo lighter. I yep. haven't used a Zippo lighter in so long, but, like, I feel like there was I use a, a period. Bic. Yeah, I think, like, most people use Bix or Amaflames, but, like, I know, okay, I guess when I smoked cigarettes, I'm trying to think. When I smoked you cigarettes. Yes, you did. Well, it was hot. It was always hot if someone had, like, a Zippo or, like, an engraved kind of thing that you flip. Like, if a guy had that, I would be, like, he's sophisticated. Sophisticated? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I had a Zippo lighter. Um, Was it engraved? No. uh, It was probably, like, some kind of Venice Beach, like, Bob Marley nonsense. But I did. I loved it. Um, I find you sophisticated. Oh, thank you. That makes me very happy. Okay. Um, yeah, Zippo lighter. Um, I there was a time and place, you know. There was yeah. a time and place. Yeah, definitely, it's a thing. But I use a big now for all of my various candle lighting. I need to get like a, uh, one of those candle lighters that you use for fireplaces that have the long aim of flame. Like, yeah, any one of those. Um, okay, so and Mahmoud's like, oh, good job, Habibdi, you, like, you lit the stove, like, she's like, yeah, and he's like, okay, you get to have a day, you get to go out with my brother's wife, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, low-key, like, you know, asked brother's wife, he's like, I touched my brother's wife, we, we knew that it meant, like, he, like, text. you know, like, yeah, yeah, text it, to get at her to have her come over and, uh, take her out. Now, I'm gonna tell you this, right, this, this, this beginning of the scene happens, and honey, if you ever watch Handmaid's Tale, it is very Handmaid's Tale, okay, just because we are in a different culture but god bless so this woman comes over all robed up and they go get they go grocery shopping and they're like you know it's just in you know it just it is that scene from handmaid's tale where they all they can do is just like walk around except uh and then put their vegetables in like sacks but let me tell you this is also another prime example of nicole and i get it perhaps having some sensory issues or some like you know like spectrum issues this noises are intense now let me say this they're intense for everyone. I hate noises. So I also feel like, you know, God bless. But yeah, like this, you know, it is animals. It is like cars. It is like people. It is language. It is like smells. It is just like, you know, shouting, you know, like it's all of it. There's chickens, you know, there's maybe cucumbers. She doesn't know how to speak anything. She doesn't know what's good, what's bad, what's expensive, what's not. Her like sister-in-law is doing the Lord's work. She's just like, oh, that's how you do it. Ah, oh, that chicken, nah, too cheap she's like these are the local ones they're usually good but like nah that's too expensive for me like i'm gonna like and the guy just like throws the chicken back <laughs> the chicken was cheap it was like two dollars for a full chicken and i was like wow in the states you can't you can't get a, a full chicken it's like six dollars for like a chicken you know so it was it was cheaper than it is here um i also felt that why hasn't fatima taken her out before why is this their first foyer into the world as they hold hands while they're walking around the streets and nicole at some point is like oh this is good she's like girl if the chicken was 55 and that was too much what makes you think that 85 in this vegetables is enough i'm like nicole get it together you've been there for for how many months now and you still don't know the difference that chris the chicken was 55 whatever the vegetable was 85 and she was like oh that's a good price like just be quiet jenny no i i think that she nicole is like in i think nicole's having like an out-of-body experience in this market (laughs) you know i think that she really is i think that she's just like i think this market in like this last moment is really the 
nail in the coffin where she's like, I can't be here, honey. I can't stay here. You know, like it's interesting because I wonder if she's a vegetarian or not, because when, you know, I don't know, like when Mahmoud is like, I'm going to have uh, Fatima come and help and go with you to buy vegetables. I wonder if she's like been wanting to go buy vegetables, you know? Oh, yeah, no, you I know? don't know. Yeah, you're right. That was a good, good, keen insight. Um, I just... I just, I mean, the whole scene was fun. It was fun to watch. And I, I love the way that Fatima took her around. I love the fact that they went and had a, a girl's time conversation afterwards in Mandarin. I was like, this is, I mean, the Fatima is a genius. She's such a polyglot. She speaks English, Arabic, and what, and, and her dialect from her home. And she misses home. I felt like I wanted to know more about Fatima. I know. And I, and we got, we got enough of it. And I love that they were communicating and it was good. I want to know if Fatima has friends. Like, does she go to the market with other girls? Like, who are her friends? You know, like, who does she hang out with? Does she hang out with people? You know, like, that... You don't think so? I don't think so. Uh, I, um... Yeah, you know, it's so interesting. My first thought is, like, could you imagine, like, entering the workforce in America? Or, like, just... I don't know, like, I'm trying to think of, like, the many different money jobs you could get. Being like, oh, I speak fluent Arabic... Chinese Mandarin Chinese and English just as like I don't know in so many different sectors having yeah. someone who can do that is you know incredible so uh you know my my dream is to speak English someday um <laughs> yeah and then Arabic, Arabic and, French. and French yes Arabic mm -hmm. and, and then French. have my like and then also like dust up my like you know basic Spanish to be like mediocre Spanish and then oh my god if I could speak three three and a half languages oof, bye bye <laughs> okay I just want to get Spanish I, I really want to get Spanish um but I thought it was a good scene between them. And I I think Fatima now has a secret that she has to hold on to. Like, is she going to tell her husband or is she going to just sit on that? And she's like, you know, sit if Mahmoud it. leaves, uh, the mother will cry and cry and cry. And I think it's true because the mother will have to live by herself. Right. She her I think it's just her two sons. Right. One lives above her and one below her. And she doesn't I mean, and with her and she doesn't have her husband. So. Mother is just sitting on the couch, though. I mean, just like sitting there as she as Nicole leaves and they're like, bye, bye. Um, so she also says that she wants to leave and that she wants to take Mahmoud with her if possible. And Fatima's like, Shh, girl. And then <laughs> the next scene <laughs> is Mahmoud taking Nicole on a surprise trip. And I would, I, I liked Nicole's dress. I mean, maybe I would have cinched it in the waist, but I, I liked it. Um, it was a surprise and we're all like, Oh my God, where is he going to take her? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <sighs> and then he gets to this metal gate and we're like prison. He's taken to prison. Yeah, it is. It was a prison. It was a cat prison. Oh. I, I mean, these animals look like they had just been, They just look like they'd been like snatched up by the scruff of their necks and tossed in this hell hole. And she's in there petting them. Oh, I was so upset. Now, I'm not upset because I don't hate animals like Wa does. So I'm not a horrible person because people are going to come for you. I would have pet them. 
I would have pet those kitties. Oh my God. I would have totally pet those kitties. I want to wash my hands afterward. I want to wash my hands after. I want to wash my hands a lot afterward. But I would have pet them kitties. I would have not touched my eyes. I would have not touched my mouth. I would have not touched my nose. But no, they those kitties needed love. There were a lot of those kitties. Like it felt very hoarder episode. And, and some of them didn't look like they were, you know, no, those kitties needed some touching. And so she did it, you know, and some... Uh, she, he was like, let's get a cat, you know, kind of like dogs, but let's get a cat because, you know, um, I, uh, I really need you to stay. Uh, and you know, I think that Arab guys usually do like cats for some reason. I like, feel like cats and Arab guys go hand in hand, which is weird, but like, you know, like more, especially the more the sensitive Arab guys, like, you know, like Usama has a cat. We see him like get down with that cat, you know, like I can see that like it goes hand in hand. So basically I know, I know, I know. You would have petted the cat? Yeah, I can't help that, it. What did that cat look like? Grumpy cat, but it was like Grumpy cat's like straggly cousin. Oh, I'm like Debbie. I like animals, and animals love me. Like kids love me, animals love me. So I, 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 like, I, I like animals, kind of. I think. No, too. you don't. No, Are you, you sure? Don't. No, you're Can like we... no. I, I, what do you mean? I don't. I don't hate I don't. them. I don't want to not be around them. But like, I know so I wanna... many people in this world, and you are just on the scale, not one of them that likes animals. You do nothing with animals ever. You're right. I don't. But that you doesn't have no mean special, I don't. You have no special relationships with any of your friends' animals. You don't, you know, like, I don't think I've never seen a picture of you in an animal. And I love you. One time you got an animal and your dog takes, your dad takes care of the animal now. So no, I don't think of you as an animal lover, but I love you so much. And it doesn't mean you're not a people lover and you don't, I don't <laughs> mean that animals don't love you, but no, you, no. Yeah, but like, I don't hate them. Ugh. I them i enjoy a, a dog that i see in the in the um elevator and i always want to pet them but i don't want yeah them the elevator's on television honey if you're watching it on t- tv the elevator is like you know th- not no 3D. in my elevator in my apartment meanie anyway so basically what are we talking about cat prison and you okay so so basically she's like he's like do you want to get let's go to these cats pick one a cat you know she's like well let's actually just go have a conversation over there because there's some things i want to tell you and then just i mean out of the blue she's just kind of like so i've made this decision and the decision is i'm getting the f out of here i'm out out of 5000 when it comes to uh (laughs) egypt you know like buy old cairo i don't care about new cairo i don't care honey get me out of here i just try to make it work it can't work i just got cannot wait to get back to america like i tried everything and he's just like i was hoping you would like wait a little longer like try harder or longer and 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 she's like nope and yeah and no and you know why I'm going back for all the reasons that we keep fighting so all of those reasons why and that why is interesting because I'm like well do you think that those reasons are not going to happen when you're in America how interesting because that is her plan B of course as she said like she had applied for the visa to have him come to America and he had accepted the visa application or or I don't know signed it or whatever it is kind of being like man this thing might happen just in case but. He doesn't want to go, and she, of course, really wants this to happen now. And so he's he's upset, and he's also like, look, like you said you were going to come here and give it a chance, and now you're leaving, and you said you were going to be Muslim, and you said, but you said that you changed your mind about that. Like I just feel like you might change your mind about me. I'm going to move over there. You know, like here's the thing: it's not. I mean, he's right. He's not wrong. Right. He's not wrong. She is fickle, and she is okay with her fickality. Um, and and that's the thing that I, I get. Like there are certain times and certain decisions in your life that I think that when you make them, 
you've got to give it the old college try. And that college try isn't less than a couple of months. Like you got to really put your foot in it and try. And I don't think that she is able to do that. I think that she's, I mean, listen, I am somebody who, unfortunately, the trauma of my childhood means that I was well into my 30s before I realized that I don't like green bell peppers. And it's because it was kind of, I wasn't allowed to not like things that my parents cooked. Like I wasn't allowed to pick things out of food because I didn't like it. Or if I was like, oh, I don't want that. I want this. And they had cooked something else. I wasn't allowed to like not have that, that choice, right? So sometimes I am a little bit envious and like sneer at folks who can just change their mind on a whip. They don't have any, like, they don't have to follow through with anything. They don't have to finish a project that they've started because they have the luxury of either A, having a, a childhood or a, a bringing where they were allowed to do that or B, because they don't have to. And they fully lean into that. I'm somebody that even though I may not, I may hate something, I push through. It took me like years to get migraine medication for myself. I would just suffer because I was like, oh, isn't this life? So... <laughs> Part of me is envious of her for making the choice and switching, but I think to me, she's almost at the point of no return or she just needs to divorce him and stop saying, I love you, honey. Thank you so much, honey. But does she not realize that when she, if she, if she brings him to the U S that she's going to have to be with him almost 24 seven, you don't take somebody who never planned, ever planned, ever, ever planned on leaving their country nor leaving their mother's apartment to a brand new country where they have no friends and no family. I know she's not moving to Dearborn, Michigan, where he can be around all the Arabs he wants to be around. She's going to take him someplace where he's not going to be able to find like his culture, I think. Right. I do not know what her plan is. I hope she was right back to that apartment that I know exactly where she lived in Hollywood before. Uh, you know, I, yeah, I don't know, but it's half of me then as I was watching this, I was like, but if all of this is to mean that they will be on the next season of regular 90 day fiance, because he's in America, then it's all worth it. <laughs> Have you seen that, um, Zayed of I love you so much and Rebecca are like, he's like working in a furniture store. He's also like in an, in a movie or something. And I think no. they like went to live in Tunisia for a little bit. It's like it's like a whole situation these two are doing. They're living their best lives. You know, at least someone is. You know, yeah. and like listen, if I hope that all of Rebecca's family members that like said that she wouldn't be happy in the end or she'd be fucked over or this was a horrible decision, I hope they're just all, you know, eating mud or whatever it is. Eating mud. <laughs> eating, uh, yeah, I guess I don't know. That that's not it, but I don't remember what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. He's upset. He feels bad. And he's the skinniest man ever. I mean, she's skinny too. So I guess it doesn't matter. Just two skinny bodies. Oof. That's fine. You know, for some, you know, listen, it's not going to ever be my life, you know, but like, yeah. I think that that works for them. And I think that, you know, I do think that he loves her and I think that she loves him and, it, and they're just a great couple because they're, they're culturally so so different it's unbelievable so let's move on to jen and rishi wow jen her face i mean every single time i see it i just see every more... tingle every tingle yeah <laughs> every single time every single see... time single time i see it i just see more and more filler she looks like skeletor to me like i don't like it you know i think she looks great 
Oh. Yeah, I think she looks great in these in these scenes. I think she looks really, really like, you know, and I, I her friends are awesome. Her friends are giving such looks. So basically her friends are giving such looks. I'm going to show you. OK, show me. So basically by good night, Wa. This is me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so tired. I'm listening. Go ahead. Well, you unfortunately are can't lay down right now. I didn't so lay down. I just like went back a little bit. I'm back up. Uh, OK, so let me tell you. So we pick up and Jen has left the beautiful table of Indian food that Rishi has ordered and she's been talking to like producers and crying about about basically how Rishi can't get his story straight and there are so many you know whatever holes in the story and the timeline and she's like I just need him to go get a whiteboard and then I need him to get some markers and I need him to draw me Venn diagrams and a timeline beginning of his birth when he met me and when his parents met, so I understand how all of it happened. She's like, she's like, she is bananas. I mean, like, you're like, okay, girl, please, please, please. Your friends are sitting there. And then the blonde friend who's just sitting there talking is like, um, so I'm actually going to go. Wait a minute. How Je- <laughs> oh, okay. What? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So that's Jen talking to the producer. Now switch to Randy and the other friends sitting at the table with Rishi and Rishi's like Jen I don't think that the words I'm using is right for her now go okay well I'm going to put down my fork and this very yummy chicken masala that you ordered thank you for that and I'm actually going to go check on Jen and quite frankly I'm surprised that you haven't yet She gets up and then her friend's like, oh shit. And it just sits there. And then she gets up and she goes and finds her friend, honey. And the friend's like, I'll have that chicken masala, honey. (laughs) Tell me more. You know, like, you know, but anyway. uh, Yeah. I'm just like, Randy with that ashy gray brown lip liner that she's got on her lip. She is giving me Gen X times 10. And I'm not saying don't Gen Xers come after me. But in that moment, when I <laughs> also, I feel like, why doesn't Randy just show the titties? She looks like she's got them, like she's got her shirt pinned. And I'm like, Randy. Because they're in India. Oh, but the other one, she's highfalutin over there with them pink uh, earrings that you hate so much. Look, Randy's also wearing a sensible, like, you know, <laughs> okay, bando. Wait. wait a minute. Yeah, it's sensible, but I don't think it's fashionable. I want I want a little more from Randy. Look at these jewel tones. They were like, we are going to India. We are going, you know, they're just like, yeah. <laughs> uh, so basically, this it's is like, the- it's like, it's almost there, but it's not quite. That's what it is. It's like, I see where they're going, but they got off on sunset, but they needed to get off on, on Santa Monica. You feel me? It's like they're two exits away from where they need to be. Yeah, this one's better. The confessional look is better. You know, this look was almost like we've been drinking for like a long time and like we have, we've, we've drunken off our makeup. There's no more lip gloss. There's, you know, here's the thing. And then this is whatever. It, you really do need c- color on your lips as a woman on camera. Yeah. And anytime you have a picture, like new things can look good in real life. But when you are on camera and on a picture, it just, you need that color. It looks crazy without it. You and know, it's like just all lip liner. 
it's not even a, a lipstick it's like she's just wearing lip liner with a sharp cupid's bow so jen so basically then we also find out that rishi then invites all of them okay so basically like that ends or whatever like they like leave or whatever and then rishi invites them jen the two girls to go to his parents house to like hang out okay that's what they're like what and they're like oh my god that's fucking crazy and holy shit how do we deal with this and meanwhile let's go dance it out let's go like deal with our lives and so they go to one of them famous indian dance classes now you knew immediately when they walked in i was like where's deer honey she's gonna go right to deer's arms honey deer's 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 little like paws are gonna be like welcome back you know but it's not deer it's like this other woman and she's like just so you know it's not gonna be like you know a one and a two and a three and like a bollywood and like you know kind of thing it's like more like they just grab your hands and you just dance and you just follow and it's just india it is just life and colors and they're like okay <laughs> so they start doing it okay and then this woman comes in and then she's doing them some things but then like the big trick comes which is that they have you know, like ceramic pottery on their head a couple of bowls of blue on their head you know like something like, like you like a matcha latte be like mixed in like, like beautiful like that so then they like and she like has to do this thing where she gets real low on the ground and like not break a bowl and then spout it up is like a dollar dollar bill y'all but it like looks like a like a hundred thousand like it looks like like a million dollar bill like i don't know what you know the money is but it looks like there's a lot of zeros in the bill but then this is the part that's gross because i hate i because i think that money is disgusting you can't you can't uh you know it's like touched by so many and um basically this woman goes over and then uses her teeth sees to grab the dollar bill and then like yank it up and then every other person has to do it too but of course None of these bitches can do it like that bitch did, which is like, you know, by not having any of the bowls drop, you know? Waz disgusted. Waz, would you rather, listen, you have the following things you get to do. Ready? Okay. You get to put money in your mouth like that woman did. Mm -hmm. You get to lay in a bed after someone has put their luggage on the bed. They have, you get to, and you get, then you get to lay in a bed that someone has laid in their their street clothes in the the bed. And then the last thing you have to do is you have to kiss the bottom of a shoe. Those are four things you can do. Goodbye. What do you think? (laughs) I lay in the bed that someone had their luggage on. And the luggage uh, had done three different trips. It was like Alaska to <laughs> Thailand to Australia. Okay. And then wait, the person the person who has their Spirit street- Airlines the entire way. The person who has their street clothes on, where have they been? Uh, the five boroughs of New York taking the subway each time and sitting, rolling around. Okay. Luggage, luggage, luggage. that money in the mouth shit like i was like you know listen you know sometimes you sometimes in life you learn that other people were raised differently differently than you i'm going to tell you that the one of the there's a lot of different times throughout my life that this has happened but one of the ones that are just so vivid in my life is you remember when this white lady named sandra lee had a show on the food network yeah like she's a baker no she would maybe her name isn't sandra lee she would put like no she does sound familiar i just maybe i'm getting it she would make like the lazy and i and i don't say this if i don't think a woman's lazy for doing this but for the time a lazy woman's meal like she would open up can of cream of mushroom soup 
and put it in and all of her meals were like five seconds everything was like shredded cheese and growing up I wasn't allowed to use shredded cheese so I thought like oh so lazy because my mom shredded cheese is too expensive so she would buy like a brick of cheese for same price or less and just force me to grade it um but she's right in a lot of ways because sometimes the shredded cheese has different like products on it to make it like uh stay fresher but like you know so it's actually better tasting and i will say this and now this means like that's like also like sandra your description of this woman is kind of like what pioneer woman does now anyway god bless go ahead yeah but it's not pioneer she was skinny she was blonde and she was always just one one thing i remember vividly she was making rice and she put it in a bag and she boiled it in hot water and i had never seen rice bag rice boiled in hot water and then she added tropical trail mix <laughs> to, to, to the rice and for the longest time i didn't realize that she didn't represent the women that she looked like <laughs> so i was like what kind of cultural exchange am i am i learning today i'm dead and so that is one of the times where i was like oh this is a different culture than mine also too is when I see people eat money or put my, or like touch my, like I was watching something on, no one eats money, sorry. I was watching something on Instagram where this person was like throwing $100 bills on their newborn baby that was like fresh out of the oven. And I'm like, that money is so dirty. How do you not know that? They don't have any, they don't have any white blood cells. Like mm -hmm. they have a way of fighting infection. You know, so anyways, it's like, when they were putting that money in their mouth, I was really upset with them. I said, no, not when in Rome, never, you know? I do know. Um, but yeah, they do it, you know, when in, when in giant high poor. So basically, um, then what happens is that they're like, okay, we're going to go. <laughs> we're going to go. This blonde lady is like, here's the thing, Jen, you know me. We've been Randy. friends for a long time. Randy. She's like, you know me. I'm a professional. Oh! I am a what certified professional yeah. interventionalist. Okay. So basically I'm good at like talking about hard things and making bad things seem good. That's my specialty. So like, and I totally feel entitled and have the audacity as a white lady in this country to completely go over to this Indian woman's house who has invited me and tell her business about her son, who that person, I don't care, he's not, he doesn't have any autonomy, so I'll just renege on his rights to not even worry about that, and tell everyone everything, that's my job here, I don't, but I'll tell you what I won't do, put any lipstick on. Oh. <sighs> So that's crazy. So then Jen's like, okay. And then that's what's happening. And they're like, but we also like, don't, you know, like speak the Hindu. So they end up hiring a translator who was going to come with them now to the house so they can hear everything, understand everything. And then if anything's being bad said, Jen understands that. And they have this fucking thing where they're like going to drop this bomb and they have to like, you know, know what's going to happen. So the, the translator come over and the translator is gorgeous. So hot. So beautiful. She's truly beautiful. Like Jen loses her mind. She's like, what the, f well, 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 anyway, if it doesn't work with me because you know, my friend's going to like blow it up. I guess the mom isn't going to totally be like, great Rishi, just take that one. Honey, take that one. That, that one just, Fuck this one, that one. That one, guess what? That one has baby making capabilities. This one not. That one looks less sleepy than this one. Y'all, could you imagine a scenario? No. Just put yourself in this situation. 
you are a mother and you're in your home minding your business and you've been trying to get your son wed and he's refusing and you don't know why. And then he brings this foreigner to your home. This, this person that from a country that you in your wildest dreams would never even think or want to go to. I mean, it's hard to imagine because in the US we have so many different cultures here, but imagine you didn't live in this place where there was a lot of cultures and it's just your culture and you're fine with it and you love it and everything about it's amazing. Brings this foreigner to your home. Not only does he bring this foreigner who you met briefly at your daughter's wedding a few years ago, and then you met about a couple months ago, right? And that foreigner brings her other foreigner friends and they're sitting in your house and you've never seen people who've ever looked like this in your entire life. And they have an interpreter and you're like, why? Why does there need to be an interpreter when Rishi, who is their friend, speaks the language, but they just bring an interpreter in. And now this interpreter is in your house having a conversation where the friends of the friend tells you that your son has been engaged to this older woman who cannot bear you any children, who does not want to live in your house and take over your family, take over taking care of the family in the way you need this person to do so. A person that you don't speak the same language as. And you're supposed to take this? I would kick everybody out immediately. As soon as this, as soon as this news came out, I'd be like, go, <laughs> like get out. What is happening? I would look at Rishi. I'd be like, you need to ask your friends to leave and then stay here and let me talk to you. The audacity of this woman to think that she knows how to communicate to a woman in a, from a completely different culture and a completely different language than her because she is some kind of certified. These, these people have a like, it, the audacity. No, this is this is what this woman, I think, I can't wait to see what she actually does. But it, to me, it seems like this woman in her mind thinks that she can be like this. Hey, translator, you got me for this, right? I'll just say it and you like free ball it. Hey, hey, thanks for letting us be here. So guess what? Great news. Your son has captured the heart of a fabulous woman. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. You got me? Someone who loves him and... <laughs> <laughs> someone who is really spiritually present okay your son and this woman have been together now for three years and they want a life together isn't that great news the woman is the same person you've met already twice, right over there. Anyway, so, you know, like, I, I, this is the, the last thing I'm going to say to you about this is that you were like, oh, what if you were the mom? But I love women and I have always the benefit of the doubt that most women like have an intuition. And, but sometimes I think that things are blocked by like people's own traumas or people's own like either like egos or whatever. So having said that in my heart of hearts, his mom already knows. Okay. She's already met this person twice. There's been cameras in this home. She knows her son. She, she, 
she like you know soon like you know oh, stupid. Ha, ha, ha. i would have would have slipped but you know like he you know his friends like know that he is like um a ladies man out and about his mom knows him so rishi's mom knows him so like i just can't imagine a world in which rishi's mom hasn't thought is rishi and this white lady dating like of course you know i don't know why i gave her the voice of like an old <laughs> white woman but you know like i just can't imagine it you know like i women know shit it's his her son you know i, I guess i just feel like sometimes culture when the cultures are so different that maybe they wouldn't think that their son would do something so embarrassingly horrible you know what i mean like i don't think jenny and like there's no way that jenny sumit's mother could still not after the man married her couldn't get over it was like i cannot believe you are doing this to me and, and rishi's mother maybe it'll be the same way where she's like i can't even fathom a world like it, i mean it would be just as like different if a american woman the son brought some went and got married overseas and then brought this person over and was like look this is my wife you have to accept her who you didn't tell me you know it's like monica you didn't even tell me you were engaged you know it's like yeah. just so out of left field um so anyways we this interpreter is like wow you want me to go into this house and do this verbatim, <laughs> verbatim? You don't want me to say it in a way that's going to make sense. This woman's like, uh, okay, it's going to go really horribly. And I wish, I wish you had gotten someone else, but look at my fucking hair. <laughs> how, I just don't know how, like, she's just naturally beautiful, you know, like what a naturally beautiful face and personality, beautiful eyes, you know, like she just looks like she is just like, filterless you know like i just god what a gorgeous little like classic beauty and i feel like jenny jen is just going to be jealous of any woman mm -hmm. that he talks to for she the rest will of be, his life she will be insecure for the rest of her life yes. and that is just such a like that's a horrible horrible thing i the jenny jenny would never even have no do you think jenny's ever like sumit stop talking to those young women sumit yeah yeah it's just that you know like that's why you can't date any man who trades on his looks and or thinks of himself as being good as being good looking that's yeah. the chris farrow wisdom honey and listen you can fight me <laughs> on it but i mean that's what it is like you know if that's what it, that's what you trade i you know that's why like I personally wouldn't want to date any like most famous men, you know, like kind of, I just don't want to like ever deal with anyone just like multiple women just throwing themselves, you know, like not to cross, we have self, wait, are we done talking? I mean, we have a no. Oh my yeah. God. Not, not to cross TV shows again, but like even when Monique is always so upset at Derek and like Derek is just getting thrown at him, like pussy after pussy. I'm just like so upset. I'm like, I just can't be with someone who just like has that happening to them all the time like f that anyway so we have one couple left of course we've saved the best for last and that is debbie and osama no i need you to get her accent better you gotta listen to it and do it because i have i know you have it in you okay you guys so we start off where she's like i feel like i've aged 10 years since i got here from last night not only do I feel like it, I look like it too. Now this woman is fully quaffed, hair done, full on blue baby eggshell, uh, you know, Robin's egg blue outfit. 
And I'm like, it doesn't look like you age. You look exactly the same. One, two, you look put together. And she said that it took her, uh, I don't know what the exact words that she said, but it, it took like a miracle or something um, to get here. An act of God. That's what it said. She said it took an act of God to get ready. She said it's so primitive here. They put upholstery on the toilet seat and it's like, no, 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 no. I can't have that. And I said, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, right. Uh, I couldn't have that either. Like, you remember when there, you remember when toilet seats used to have that like cushion, mm-hmm. but it wasn't upholstery. It was like fake leather. Mm-hmm, that was, mm-hmm. that was fucking weird too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I know it's squished down. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we've been knowing what bathrooms are like in every different places. And she's astounded by the plumbing and like the thing, but then she also says that she's been in third world, third, sorry, third world countries before and that this takes the cake but then when i look around i'm like i don't think this takes the cake they have running water you know like i mean jesus just because you don't like i don't know so anyway but yeah no it's it's, i think it's harder for her one thing that is lol and i feel very hot on for her is that she's like when you go up the stairs there's no no rails you know (laughs) just like she's like i don't understand how the whole country doesn't have neck braces you're just like oh my god debbie like you're so like but she is trying her best and she has gifts that she wants to give you know usama's parents usama's like uh usama's usama he's like oh my mom is like sleepy sleeps uh you know tired tired." that is not true she doesn't yeah absolutely woman is like i will not fucking be on camera with that old bitch are you yeah (laughs) she's like no no i can't do it she is pissed and she's like i'm good at making do but this is making don't honey like she says all of the things that we need her to say this entire time um and she goes downstairs and she's she's got gifts and the dad gets like a sketch set and yeah. i guess the dad is an artist too and she's like i need you to i want you to give me a souvenir or paint something for me i'm like you can't just make people paint for you yeah i'm not gonna like give you a sewing machine while i'll be like great so uh can't wait to get my dresses can you give yeah. me a mail me a dress a week babe you know yeah, like here's yeah, my measurements yeah, yeah. you know um but yeah the dad has been loving her already and so your dad's great grateful for this unexpected gift you know and the daughter i'm sorry this sister comes and she loves that sister she's like there's my princess you know like she's and the, and, the, and the sister is lovely lovely and so then it's you know time for osame to do the tea trick you know where like you start off close and then once you get the steam right all you do is kind of pull it away but boy is she endlessly you know fascinated by the fact that it's just being poured out of a skinnier thing but anyway god bless she makes it such a big to do and then the dad's like talking is like you know i just i am so excited for my boy my boy to get to that america and change the world honey we can make it there you can make everywhere it's american dream and you know as we know that's what i've always wanted for my son to go there i can't wait for me to see it there he's gonna send me some pictures and she's like what no no that's not the plan yeah, she's like, well, let's get this straight, Osama. Um, you know, I moved here to live in Rabat. You know, I'm staying here. And the sister is like, oh, you're not going to America? She's like, no, that I moved here. I brought all my stuff here. And Osama's like, yeah, she's we're going to stay here. And the sister's like, are you okay with that? And he's like, yeah. And then we've got this. 
at some point he just like to me looks directly into the camera and I didn't quite know what was going on like who is it who is he looking at well, we would never know because unfortunately <laughs> this could easily be with that. I think that eye, that one eye could be like at his dad and that other eye could be googly woogling it right over to like Steve, the cameraman, but he's not trying to have that happen. You know, know, like what? it's shortly after this point, he smiles to the camera too. And I couldn't catch that one. I kept trying to catch it. And uh, Debbie's like, I just, this was, I mean, I wonder how long it took her to get dressed. I truly do. Did she, did she have a blow dryer like what what does she do to get her hair in this manner wait who do you think takes longer in the bathroom debbie or nicole oh <laughs> i'm gonna say debbie because she has a lot of hair and she's got a lot of jewelry she has to put on yeah but debbie likes to like, debbie wants to like wet her hair down and sleep in a pillow roller so but you know anyway so basically mm. after this then they go to go painting in the woods okay babes okay this is like painting okay this the is farm, the best not in the woods. whatever you know like out in nature okay but it's can't even okay so the then si- wait, hold on the sister thinks that osama will suffer living oh. in in rabat or living in kismet with debbie and i think that she believes that he will suffer because of the embarrassment of being with a, a 67 year old lady oh what, what were you thinking I just, uh, I don't know. There, it's uh, apparently it's been their dream to get to the U.S. and that's why they both learned English, or whatever. And now there, this opportunity is gone. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I, I listen, I, well, I just don't, you know. Obviously, when it, what happens next, you know, who just people on different planes. It's like they never talked in the first, like, I mean, like, did he catfish her? Was it even her? Half of me was like, are you talking to the sister? I don't even know. But basically, uh, while they're I'm going to stand by this painting in the woods. Um, <laughs> she comes upon a donkey. You know, we Debbie loves camels. Debbie loves donkeys. That just sounds like disgusting porn. But, you know, like it's, you oh, know, okay. Debbie, I'm well, unfortunately, when I said it, it does sound that way. But she sees this donkey, honey, and she's like, oh, you're going to let Miss Debbie ride you? And then she's just like, do Ralu, Ralu, Ralu. To Ralu Rale, to Ralu Rale, Ralu, can you let me ride you? So that she, so that she, she somehow gets on this fucking donkey with like the whole camel thing or whatever, like like it's like extra padding. It's like the bedding underneath or whatever. She gets on it. And then fucking Osama's like not having it. And also you probably should not have gone on this donkey. I don't think this donkey's for the rides or whatever. And then he's like kind of going fast. Like, watch out Osama, it's so... And then he's like walking I don't have a butt. God didn't give me a butt, Osama. Slow down, Osama. Yeah. He doesn't give a fuck. Like he's walked right underneath the tree. He's like, "Oh, you just didn't hold on." She's like, "No, you were going too fast." And she's like, "Always making a fool of myself. I'm so clumsy." And she's like, "Always, you know, it's so crazy." She just can't stop talking. A lot of Debbie is just like filling air with 
words because I think that she's definitely felt uncomfortable this entire time, you know, and she's also on TV. So basically now she sits down and they're going to start painting and he's just like, I just want to paint. And she's like, okay, and she starts singing and honey's just like, whatever the fuck. And he's like, painting is time for not talking. And she's like, okay, cool. Yeah, not talking. Anyway, so uh, not the plan for our life. Let's talk about the, we got to talk about the plan, Osama. No, we don't talk about plan. Every time we leave, we go talk about plan. If we come home, we talk about plan. I don't want to talk about plan no more. I'm not saying that we have to hammer anything down. I don't want to force you, but um, I need a skeleton of a plan. You know what? It's crazy that you think this. You have mental, you're sick. You have a mental illness. You have some sickness, mental sickness or something. What? 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 Now, You're... here's a th- I yes. think that she- Oh yeah. God, I hate him. <laughs> he just like goes off on her and she's and she's just like, "Who are you, Who are you man? What's going on? You over yeah. here saying some really crazy things. You think I don't hear my kids telling me, mom, you're 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 being a, taken advantage of. Mom, he's he's using you. Mom, you're a sucker. You're giving away everything for this idiot. And now you over here telling me that I'm crazy. I'm creepy. I'm bad. I'm angry. I'm bad. I'm, I'm like, you are fucking creepy. And also, yeah, I mean, he is, he, he unfortunately just is as horrible acting as he is ugly and it's just one of those things almost almost like a comic character he looks like a fucking comically character like villain where he's just like too bad you like judge a book by a cover honey but that one's scary as fuck on the outside i would run away from him in an alley i really would it's so funny like i really would like he's not he's not like you know he's not like tall and like he doesn't look like he could like physically like beat up you know, most people, but I would run the other way if I saw him. He's horrifying looking. He, I, the craziest thing is that he used the word I'm creepy. And I'm like, how do you know? How, how is that a word that you learn in our language? Because it's like a very specific type of thing to be creepy. So like, has someone said that to you? I wish that he was like, look, look, I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. What the hell are we doing here? You don't belong here. Oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, that would make it a lot. Of, it would be very hard to license that song for Matt Sharp, but it'd be a very interesting uh, scene. For, I just for can't believe that he did that to her. I'm, I'm still kind of in shock that he had the gall and the audacity to to trick her like this and she's like the man i loved and fell in love with during text is is a completely different person than this osama and i'm like debbie you didn't talk to him on the phone ever it was all through text also you've met him before this is not your first time seeing him like it's just very odd to me that she all of this was through text she never heard him say, Debbie, I love you. Debbie, you're like, a, your bones are happy in the sun. Like, nothing. I just... I know, babe. Yeah, her, her, son, her son fought very hard for her. Very hard for her. And he knew he was letting her go over there to get played. I'm going to tell you the thing that I'm going to come to realize about this. It's obvious that she should have not gone. And the truth of the matter is she should have had the wherewithal 
and discernment to understand that this was not a, or that, that, that this was an ultimately absolutely futile situation with, with someone on the other side who was either scamming prankster or someone who also could be mon- not mentally ill because she, or mentally ill because she is older. So she should know that. She's already lived on God's green earth enough years that she should be able to like have her wherewithal. The fact that she didn't is unfortunate. And she's a beautiful lady with a beautiful spirit. But I'm just going to chalk this up to she needs to be taught a lesson that you can't just fucking lose your goddamn mind and heart on wispy, wondery, fake things. And if this had to happen, fine, because it could have been completely worse. What if, what if there weren't cameras here? A and B and or she met someone even more nefarious. Yeah, you're absolutely right. The cameras are the only thing that I think, not the only thing, but it's very fortunate that she got on the show before she went over there by herself. And that, I mean, the fact is, is like, how could you want to kiss him? How could you want to kiss him? Yeah. You, you know, but you know, so obviously, as I've said, profound loneliness affects many people and many people on the show. And I know that it's hard, but at the same time, you have to have awareness and you have to have a grounded sense of reality and there are people around you. And she had her sons, but you have to be grounded enough to understand what this world is, which it's filled with different types of people. And you're not just going to suddenly fall in love with someone 40 years younger than you. Like, you know, like, it's just, she should have known better. She tr- she truly should have. You're right. Um, But also, like, why was he so intense on, on painting? Like, could he have not painted any other day? Like, what did you, the fact that he was so upset about wanting to, like, get there before the sun set so they could paint, like, he doesn't, like, it's his last day on earth. I think it's because he did not want to have a conversation with her about which, about A, mm. the fact that he, what was going to happen next for anything? He didn't want to talk about it because he knew it was going to be like on camera. And so in his mind, he would rather, for some reason, have a fake scene where they're painting donkeys in the woods for 45 minutes. And then it's sunset and like, great, well, you guys go home. You can't film anymore. No more lights. All right. The donkey's gone. You know, whatever. God bless. I think maybe that was like his plan. Like, you know, he really thought like, how much longer can I pull this out? Or like, you know, because even not wanting to talk about it, it's like, did you, she kept telling you that she was moving here. Was it, was it in this moment where she told your parents and your sister that she wasn't planning on going back to America? Was that when you realized it? And now you're mad at her about that? Like it's so, this part is confusing for his you know, sudden change in mood, you know, and, and what his end game was and what he actually thought was going to happen to me. It, it seems like maybe he just was going to bide his time, have her here thinking that she's going to live here, but then talk her into moving there and, or make her leave. But when she tells his parents that, and when they're on TV and then when she, you know, I think that it's the funny. Jig be- is, the jig is up. He can't pretend like it's anything other than what she's saying it is. The way that he was with her on the camel and how happy he was to have her on the camel, the way he is in this donkey are two different Osamas. He he is Dr. Jekyll and Osama Hyden. <laughs> you're right. You're right. And um again, it's one it's like a it's like a miscommunication, not miscommunication, but it's like, do you believe Jamie or do you believe Chris? Do you believe Osama or do you believe Debbie? And like we all know who we believe in it. Is it is it because of the edit? I don't know. But 
I don't think that Debbie would have sold her townhouse or done whatever she did and gone to a lawyer and done through all this if she really thought that he was going to come to the U.S. I think the whole thing was that he didn't want anything from her. Mm-hmm. He didn't want that visa. Mm-hmm. So oh, it was such a great episode. Uh, probably the longest uh, episode that we've ever recorded. Feels yeah. that way. Yeah. All right, my loves. Here we are um, coming to an end, rounding it out. We love you guys so much. Please follow us on social media if you haven't yet. On Instagram, we are at DocuSweeties. On TikTok, we are at DocuSweeties. And on Twitter, we are DocuSweeties1. And also, you can see our faces. Wow. How? You can do it on patreon.com slash docusweeties. We do a live every first Monday of the month. We give you the episode and the visuals immediately after it drops. And it's a good time over here. So um, we want you to join us. Thank you. Do it. Yay. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.